This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy Ott here on Sports Better's Paradise as we continue our NFL divisional previews. Two time Super Bowl champion Brandon Stokely joins us right now. I'm Jimmy Ott. And so this is the, the division that he played with. This is where he does a regular show, Mountain Time, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. in the Denver area. Brandon Stokely. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing great, Jimmy. How you doing, buddy? Doing fantastic. And, Brandon, just the first thing is, is this one of the best divisions that you can ever remember? I mean, this thing is absolutely loaded. When we're talking about Kansas City, the Chargers, and Denver, their win totals are 10.5, 10.5, and 10. The Raiders are the last place, are projected to be the last place team. They won 10 games and had more distractions than anybody in the league last year and are improved with guys like Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones, this division is loaded. It's absolutely loaded. And, you know, really good quality football teams. And on top of that, like you said, I mean, the quarterback play in this division, I don't know if uh, we've ever seen anything quite like it from top to bottom. You know, the depth there, when you look at the four of them, uh, I don't think we've ever seen anything like it. I mean, it's it's loaded. And I don't think it would be a surprise if any one of these teams uh, won the division. I mean, like you said, the Raiders last year, um, you know, they're the team that beat the Chargers there at the end of the season go to the playoffs. So it's it's a loaded division. It's about being healthy, and it's about quarterback play. And uh, all, all four of those teams have, you know, really good quarterbacks. All right, let's, uh, let's start with the top and the top quarterback uh, in Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's already got uh, all kinds of uh, hardware in uh, skins on the wall. Kansas City Chiefs, their win total is 10.5. They are 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. They're behind the uh, Buffalo Bills. They're 550 to win the AFC, plus 170 to win the division. Uh, there's no division that is as close as this. Uh, KC plus 170 to win the division, Chargers plus 225, Denver plus 270. And as we said, a 10 win team that had all kinds of problems that's better in the Raiders, a dip down. But the big question is, Brandon. No Tyreek Hill. And we can debate who's the stronger quarterback and things like this. But, I mean, I've got, if I'm a defensive coordinator, nobody put more fear in my head than Tyreek Hill. No doubt about it. Um, I think yeah, he's, a, he's a one of one. You know, you can't replace that guy. Um, I don't care how fast these guys run in the combine or how fast they are. They're just, they, there is only one Tyreek Hill. And, you know, defensive coordinators, when they uh, are, are game planning for Kansas City, the first thing they tell their, their defense is, hey, we, we can't let this guy get behind us. So right away, he puts fear in defenses and defensive coordinators. So when you lose that guy, there's going to be a huge void there. And, um, 
We'll see how they could how they try to replace him. I, I think it's going to be a lot different for him this year. Um, I think you're going to see some struggles in the passing game. I think it puts more pressure on Travis Kelsey. So there's a trickle down effect there when when it comes to just losing Tyreek Hill. It's not just one guy, uh, but also it puts pressure on on more pressure on Mahomes. And so we'll see what it looks like for Kansas City, obviously. Uh, but I think you're going to see more inconsistencies with them and some struggles, especially early on in the passing game. All right. So uh, the, the one thing, uh, Brandon, that we look at, and that is on preseason, and Andy Reid, surprisingly, with such an established quarterback like a Patrick Mahomes, he's got nothing to prove with us. I know he's got some new pieces he's got to learn without Tyreek Hill, but Andy, uh, Andy Reid, you can't argue with his success. He has not gone under the win total one time. He's gone over the win total every year he's been at Kansas City. It's unbelievable. But what we've seen, uh, Mahomes has looked extremely sharp. Last week, the second uh, week two of the preseason, two possessions, two touchdowns. How much can we take away from the preseason uh, to that, that that sticks in the regular season? I know they're playing more base defenses. They're evaluating personnel, but sometimes we can find we can gather information and get ahead of the game. And what we've seen in preseason, and sometimes it just doesn't it just not, doesn't transition to the regular season. Yeah, I think um, you, you can tell what they're trying to do in Kansas City by going out there and putting some of their guys out and, and playing in these preseason games. Uh, does it matter? Does it not matter? Will it transfer over to, to the regular season? I think, you know, you want to feel good about yourself. Um, and, you know, obviously they're doing it because they feel like they have some things to work on and they want to, they don't, they want to hit the ground running. So uh, you keep your fingers crossed that you can stay healthy. Um, certainly, but I don't put too much into it just because I don't know who they're playing against. Are they, are they playing against backups? Are they playing against other starters? So I don't put too much into it uh, one way or the other, if they did great or if they didn't do good. Um, but I think that just tells you the the importance and the, the emphasis for them is starting fast this year. And they realize they have a lot of things that they have to figure out and work on uh, if they want to continue to be, you know, one of the top teams in the NFL, and especially when you start losing guys and you're replacing those guys with with younger guys and guys that haven't been around there, um, you know, they're, they're putting their guys out there when when a lot of teams right now say, "Nah, we're, we're not even going to take the risk of getting guys injured." Um, how much will they lose uh, in the secondary? And I know Honey Badger isn't what he used to be, but he is quite the leader. Uh, and it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a success story after being kicked off of the LSU team. So um, they do lose some of their pass rush, but, boy, it looks like they got a hit. Again, it's preseason. But George Kaloftis out of Purdue, he's been very impressive uh, in the preseason. But on that defense, on the defensive side, where Kansas City has not always been the best, what, what do they look like on that side? Yeah, that's a big question, Mark. You know, you got one of the best interior defensive linemen in Chris Jones, uh, how's that secondary? That's always a question mark for him. Uh, then you look at losing, you know, the honey badger there. And look, the guy's just a playmaker. That's what he does. He's a leader. He's a playmaker. And when you lose those guys, there's there's always an effect there. Um, so, you know, uh, see see how much. But that defense is going to have to step up for him. Usually the offense has been the, the side of the football, obviously, that has carried that football team. Uh, but the defense needs to step up and uh, defense usually takes a little while to get going. They're always a slow start defense and they usually turn it on there towards the end. So, you know, that's a football team that's going with some younger guys that really made that transition this offseason when they did trade 
Tyreek Hill and, and get more draft picks. They're they're trying to go younger. They're going they're going cheaper at some positions and you know trying to sustain this thing for a long time. Um, so we'll see if the philosophy works out. But certainly that defense has been you know the 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 Achilles heel for that football team. They are their schedule. Uh, they're matched up with the NFC South. Tampa, New Orleans will be pretty good. Carolina. A lot of question marks there. Of course, they health with uh, Christian McCaffrey. Atlanta might be the worst team uh, in the league. So maybe on the average uh, for the South, uh, the NFC South. But they also play the AFC South, and we previewed them already. And that's not a division that's extremely strong um, with Jacksonville and Houston. And, you know, Tennessee is falling back a little bit. The Colts uh, have their limitations. I think the schedule is favorable. Ten and a half in a 17-game schedule. Can they... Can they continue? Uh, do you think they're going over the number? Are they going to maintain their high level of play? The six games of the division will be tough. We know that. They will be. Um, and, you know, Patrick Mahomes has been great. Uh, so it's hard to bet the under with the Chiefs because it feels like every time they get the football, they can, you know, they're, they're going to score a touchdown. And they're so, you got to outscore them. And that's the way it's felt. I just don't know what that team looks like this year, Jimmy, without Tyreek Hill. I think it's a big loss. Um, if I'm, if I'm going one way or the other and it's 10 and a half, I, I think I'm going under here or for, for Kansas okay. City. It's, it, you know, it's hard to win 11, 12 games in the NFL. And, and they've done it, it seems like every year for the past five, six years. And so, but I think this is the end of it. I think it comes to an end this year. And um, I think the loss of Tyreek Hill really hurts them. Let's move on to the Chargers. Same 10 and a half. And boy, Justin Herbert is quite the talent, man. It's just illegal for guys that big and strong to be that fast as well. I mean, he can really roll. Let me uh, highlight the inconsistencies in his head coaches, though. Uh, in his sophomore, uh, one year at uh, Oregon, he had Willie Taggart. Then for two years, he had Mario Cristobal. Anthony Lynn for one. And now Staley for one. Now, finally, he has a coach, a head coach, and his staff for repeat seasons. Um, how much is that going to help him where he's just, you know, we, we, we can see the talent. Uh, but the wins, I think they've got to, especially these close games, and some of those are on the coach with Anthony Lennon Staley. But Herbert now entering uh, entering uh, this season, year three, uh, for the uh, outstanding Oregon Duck. Yeah, I think it's huge to have, you know, continuity with your offense, with your coaching staff and it's hard. It's hard to be successful in the NFL playing quarterback. That's a hard position. And, you know, we talked a little bit about Trevor Lawrence uh, earlier and, you know, the changes that they have from year one to year two. And you look at Herbert finally having that consistency, being able to build off of what he did last year, not starting from scratch again, um, is, is huge for his development. Um, you, you, now you can work on some things and you're not just trying to learn a new offense. So I think you're going to see, um, you know, he, he was unbelievable last year. I think you're going to see him do it again. He's got great players around him. So I think Justin Herbert's a, a complete stud and I think he's going to have a great year this year, just like he did last year. You know, he is a favorite uh, for most passing yards at six to one uh, in the NFL in year three. That's uh, that's uh, some high expectations. Defensively, also, they uh, picked up Khalil Mack, Kyle Van Noy, and three others uh, on defense. So all of this now, Staley, you know, the, the analytics and the old school people, but I love analytics. It prepares you for situations, but damn it, what's happening in a football game trumps everything. So, I mean, that, that extreme, and he was a rookie coach, but 
your thoughts on his game management last year? Yeah, you know, I love being aggressive and going for it. I, I just think that at, at a certain point, you can't be all about analytics. You, you have to have a feel for the football game. And um, so I'm all about being aggressive. I think most coaches are not aggressive enough. Um, but I think in certain situations, you need to trust your eyes and your brain and uh, not analytics all the time. So, you know, he was when it worked, he was the boy wonder. And when it didn't, you know, he was a scapegoat. And that's just kind of how it is. So we'll see what it looks like this year for him. If he continues to do it um, a, a lot, if he pulls back a little bit, I think he's going to continue to be aggressive. And that, that football team is loaded, um, you know, offensively and defensively. And, Jimmy, they also picked up J.C. Jackson, the, the top cornerback uh, in free agency, who's a little banged up right now. But uh, this football team is um, – you know, it, it, offensively, defensively, they flat out it all. They flat out have it all. They're the, they're the team, though, that always seems to be one game behind. That always seems to screw up something, whether it's special teams, whether it's injuries. They always have bad luck, bad misfortune. And, you know, you saw it last year uh, in that last game against the Raiders. So can they kind of overcome that? Right. Uh, they're like next year's darling all the time. And they're, they're like that bad luck friend, Jimmy. Everybody has one, you know, that just kind of, <laughs> always has bad luck. Always, you know, always on crutches or something like that. That's that's just the Chargers. They're they're so good. They they got depth. Um, but you know, now is the time for them to take that step and be in the playoffs. And, and that's one of those intangibles. I mean, we cannot uh, quantify it. You know, we got to. But you played in this division, so you are familiar with the Chargers. You're doing radio in Denver. You're familiar with the AFC West. And how important is in that locker room? I, I know it, there's some coaches and there's some cultures that they're just going to find a way to win. They just have their gear that way. They're wired that way. And some are kind of wired, well, well what's going to happen? What's going to happen to us? Uh, especially at the high school level, I could tell you that. I mean, just you can beat a team for, you know, three and a half quarters and man, they're just going to find a way to Is that real with this Chargers organization? I mean, it sure seems that way. Uh, I haven't been in that locker room, but – you know, something about leadership. There's something about having a foundation. And, um, you know, is it a good foundation or a bad foundation? And uh, you, you look at, you know, Russell Wilson coming over to the Denver Broncos and the leadership quality that he brings. When Peyton got to the Denver Broncos, the lead, it just changed everything in the whole building. And so, uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe that is Justin Herbert eventually. Uh, but you got to have that leadership in the locker room. Because it's in the NFL, you do, you know, it's not going to be smooth sailing the whole season. And I don't know if they have it right now. And, and because you're going to have some adversity throughout the season, can you overcome that? And you saw the Raiders last year. I know what we're about to talk about be able to overcome the, uh, those adversities that they faced. Uh, can the Chargers do that? That's the big question. I'll, I'll, well, with you, you hear a lot of things when you get ready for the draft, they talk about everything. And Lord knows you cannot knock a guy, a, a Justin Herbert's character. Um, he stayed for his senior year at Oregon because he wanted to be a student teacher in one of the biology classes. He was like a 4-0 student. I mean, it's just, this kid, we should celebrate. I mean, he's a poster child for high character. But they talked about Burrow. They're like, Burrow's going to make, he is going to lift a team's culture up. And we know that's not an easy task for Cincinnati Bengals. And look what they've accomplished and look what they it's expected. Herbert's got to, he's got to kind of take that role. He is in a position of leadership at quarterback. We'll see that he does because his talent is immense. I mean, he is, he is really super. And he's developed quicker than, say, like a Josh Allen. 
with similar uh, skill set. Big, strong, strong arm with athleticism. Ten and a half, Brandon. That seems high, huh, for a team that's still trying to find a winning culture but has so much coming back. Yeah, it's a big number. Um, but I look, I don't know if they're they're fooling me. Um, if I'm, you know, hook, line, and sinker here, but I'm I'm all over the Chargers this year. I'm I'm okay. going I'm going over that number. I think if they stay healthy, uh, this is the team that ends up winning this division. Uh, I just think they're they've got depth. They got it all offensively and defensively, and you know they got some guys. They got some guys. If they stay healthy, to me, this is the most talented team in the AFC West. And you got a young quarterback that can beat you with his arm and his legs, and he, I think he's ready to take that next step and put this team on his back and 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 lead them into the playoffs. And plus two twenty-five to win the division. For the way you're talking, there's some value there if you, if they have a shot. Yeah, that would be my team to win the division certainly. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, I, I really like what, what I see with the, with the Chargers. All right, your old team, the Denver Broncos, and, well, I mean, it's obvious. Their win total is 10. Uh, Russell Wilson, um, eighth choice to win the MVP at 14-1 to at Bet Rivers. Uh, they add Randy Gregory at defensive end. Um, the, uh, the offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, comes over from Green Bay uh, as well. Uh, talk, about, uh, talk about the new-look Broncos and, uh, and what, what's the feel. Uh, you would know better than anybody. A lot of changes here in Denver um, this offseason. You know, they got a new owner, um, new quarterback, which everyone is ecstatic about uh, in Denver. New head coach slash offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. So it's uh, a lot of excitement with Russell Wilson coming to town. And, you know, he 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 brings uh, equity in that locker room right away. And, you know, the guy's been there, done that. And uh, so he, he's a leader. Uh, he's a he's a culture changer, um, and that's what he's done here in Denver. Now, Kenny, what does it look like on the football field? We just don't know um, because they haven't played anybody in preseason. They're not playing any starters. And so their real true first test is going to be C- Seattle Monday night. Um, and to me, that's scary. That's scary because I don't know what I'm going to get with, with, with this football team right now. Uh, their backups haven't looked good. So um, I'm a little bit nervous about this football team right now because I just haven't seen it. I, I was out there at training camp every day, um, and, uh, you know, it's, it was some good, some bad. Uh, but, but overall, it was a pretty easy training camp, and um, they're trying to stay healthy. That's our big emphasis with Nathaniel Hackett is to stay healthy. And uh, they've done that for the most part. Uh, I think they're probably as healthy as any football team in the NFL. But I just don't know what the product's going to look like uh, on the football field when it matters the most? Are they going to be a four-quarter football team because this team just hasn't done it right now? Are you going to see what we've seen a lot in Russell Wilson's career, and that is sort of extending plays? Um, he he looks to extend plays, I think, more for such an experienced quarterback, more than just throw the ball in rhythm. Um, with the lack of time with his receiving core, the receiving core – Seems to be talented. You, you would uh, you tell me what you think of you know where they stack up with the rest of the receiving cores uh, in the NFL, but just that relationship also did is that going to is that going to be behind to start the season? And as the season gets deeper, we'll maybe see some chemistry and some development in the timing there. Your thoughts on just the new pieces with that passing game? Yeah, uh, you know they they put in extra work this off season. You know, they would go to. Russell's house and somewhere in California okay. and, and do those passing camps. So they put in some extra work and, you know, that group works. I mean, they, they work hard. They, they put in time after practice. And so 
it's it's something that doesn't just happen. You know, you got to work at it. You got to practice to get that chemistry. And they they've done that. They tried to do that. Losing Tim Patrick, uh, who's a, like a Mister Do Everything wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, can play inside, can play any any of the two uh, ZRX uh, wide receiver positions. You know, losing him to an ACL early in training camp hurts. It hurts their depth. Um, but you look at Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. You know, two guys that you know have a lot of promise and who, who have been in tough situations. When you look at who the quarterbacks have been around here the last three or four years, and uh, it seems like they're changing offenses every other year. It's not ideal. So will you see the best Cortland Sutton? Jerry Judy's a 15th overall pick a couple years ago. Will we see the best of him? Uh, certainly you have a quarterback now. You have an offensive system that's more uh, 2020s and, and ready to, to go. And what, what does Russell look like? You know, wanted to get out of Seattle. And uh, maybe he wanted to be the guy a little bit more, and they weren't hearing his voice there. And so what does it look like now that you're, you're here? You're somewhere different. It's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be fun to see. And um, I think they are trying to make him be a little bit more on time and on rhythm. They don't want to get him hit a lot. But you got to let Russell be Russell. You know, he's, he's a magician in the pocket, and we've seen some of the plays that he's, that he's made. So it's, uh, you know, definitely expectations have risen here. But once again, you know, we just haven't seen this offense go out there and do it. I think it's going to be an offense that has a slow, slow start. It's hard to be uh, good in the NFL. And when you haven't been doing it and it's new, um, usually it takes time. It's, it's, it's interesting because those guys that can move, those are the hardest ones to settle into the pocket and just throw it on rhythm. I mean, Roethlisberger, how many years did it take him before he would get settled in the pocket? He was looking to extend the play. I mean, you know, before they even uh, snapped the ball. I, am I reading you here, Brandon? But it seems like there's a lot of question marks to you for you to have a real strong opinion on this Denver win total at 10 this year. Yeah, I would have to go um, under. I just—it's hard okay. to win. It's hard to win eleven games in the um, in the NFL. It, it it just is. And when when you have so much change, um, usually you things things take a while. Um, and so the early part of their schedule is the money maker. I mean, they the, the tail end of it is tough. They got to get off to a fast start. Um, and I don't know if I can trust them right now to do that because, like I said, we just haven't seen them go out there and 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 do it so uh yeah i would i would have to go under for the denver broncos um if it's at 10 10 i loved it i think it was at 10 and a half for a while early on and um you know uh that would have been a great number to jump on but 10 same thing i mean i i just don't see this football team winning 11 games this would you be interested in the no at plus money at plus 115 as far as making the playoffs or not in this extremely deep afc yeah, I would stay away from it. I just, it's, it's okay. a, you know, the AFC West is so tough right now. And um, I, I just, it, I don't, I don't know what to put it on when I look at the Broncos and, and, and try to project what this offense is going to be, what this defense is going to be. Um, they, they could come out the gates flying and, and look like, um, you know, uh, uh, this, this unbelievable football team. But when I just haven't seen it, I can't trust it right now. And so for me, um, you know, playoffs, I, I just don't see this being a playoff team um, this year. Let's go to the Raiders. Uh, their win total was eight and a half. They're forty to one to win the Super Bowl, twenty to one to win the AFC, plus six fifty. A big drop off from the big three uh, in the AFC West uh, to, to win the division. 
The Raiders, uh, again, with the midseason ousting of their coach, it uh, and then the distractions. I'll never forget that Bears game. I mean, they, it, whatever you think of that whole thing, I mean, Gruden had to go. They, they had nothing at that point. To get into the playoffs was a big-time accomplishment. They are better. Um, they do bring in a new coach for what it's worth. Nobody's looked, um, or they've looked uh, as clean as anybody from the Hall of Fame game to the preseason games to their midweek practices this week against New England. From all accounts, that they have just they were so superior uh, to Belichick's team. We'll see. He's got a more he's got a real NFL passer in Derek Carr. He did not have that his first time with Tebow up in Denver. So. Carr is improving his yards per attempt. He's not just checking down. Uh, he does bring in Devontae Adams. They Fresno State buddies, so there is a little bit of chemistry there and uh, familiarity there on a personal level. And uh, bring in Chandler Jones. So the one thing, here's the analytics part of it, the data. They were 10-7 and 7, but outscored by their opponents. They had a very good record in one-score games. I think it was like 6-1. and one. That usually reverts back. That's sort of the luck meter. So the Raiders, in one way, had more distractions than anybody in the league. But then again, they had luck fall their way in some of the games. A lot of things going in. Again, we don't want to put too much in preseason. But, man, they look clean. They look very, very polished uh, as far as this uh, sort of the season of preseason goes. Uh, into first-year head coach Josh McDaniels. The Raiders at 8.5, Brandon. Yeah, um, you know, that's a football team that went through a lot last year, and you give them a lot of credit for being able to fight through it and not use it as an excuse and uh, make the playoffs. I mean, I, I was impressed, more impressed with them than probably any team in the NFL to, to go through what they went through uh, and, and still be able to make the playoffs. It's a testament to, you know, Derek Carr and the rest of the leaders on that football team. And they've added some guys. You know, I, it, that offense – it's going to be fun to watch. You know, you look at Renfro just being able to move the chains and control the middle of the field. Darren Waller can stay healthy. You know, he's banged up a lot last year. If he can stay healthy, he's a huge difference maker, obviously. And then you bring in Devontae Adams. Um, so they got some weapons there offensively if they can stay healthy. Um, and Josh McDaniels, you know, the guy knows offense. I mean, let's let's give him credit. He was a disaster as a head coach in Denver his first stint, but – I think he's learned from that. I think he's going to be better because of that. And the guy knows offensive football. So it's. I think you're going to see Derek Carr go out there and, and just throw the ball all around the field like he's been doing and have a really, really good year. Defensively, you know, their offensive line also has always a, been, a, been a big question mark here the last few years. Uh, defensively, you know, it's the same thing. Can they hold up defensively? Bringing in Chandler Jones, Max Crosby's a stud. So defensively, I think, is is a big question mark for them. What do they look like um, defensively and their offensive line? How's their running game going to be this year? But eight and a half, that's a, that's a low number for me. I, I'm going I'm going over that. If I'm if I'm picking a side on that and, and the Raiders, I, I'm probably going to go uh, over it. I just think that Josh McDaniels brings a little something extra. I like what they've done in the offseason, bringing in Devontae Adams um, and, and, you know, pairing him back with his college teammate and Derek Carr. So I think they're going to be a team that's they're a resilient team. Um, and, you know, I'm not a Raiders fan at all, um, uh, but this team is, is uh, you know, you got to give them credit for what they went through last year, what they overcome, overcame and got to the playoffs. So the over uh, with the Raiders, and I kind of get that feeling too. And you know, you talk about you, you talk about McDaniel's. I mean, no matter what in life, and listen, there are only thirty-two of these head coaching jobs. This guy is a coach. 
to get that second chance, I would have to think he's learned from some things that maybe he was a little bit immature because it seemed like he was at a very early age uh, when he got that first chance in your uh, in your town in Denver. Yeah, I was with him here in Denver, um, and he was. I think we're we're the same age, and oh. um, and, and so I, I like I don't know, I was mid thirties at that time, you know, thirty three, thirty four. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I think uh, he's learned a lot from his first stop here in Denver, which ended up being a complete disaster. But the guy knows offensive football, uh, obviously being around Tom Brady there in New England uh, for forever. So uh, I think he's going to help Derek Carr out a lot. I think you're going to see Derek Carr in this offense uh, for the Raiders, um, you know, be, be pretty good offense. I mean, do what they've been doing. And Derek Carr throws for a lot of yards every single year. He's an underrated quarterback. I don't think he gets the – um, respect that he, he deserves, um, certainly. So it's, uh, that's, I think that's a big storyline, though, Jimmy. You know, can Josh McDaniels um, learn from his previous mistakes and how it finished here in Denver? Um, and it sounds, like, um, it sounds like he has. What, what, give me some specifics. Let's peek behind the curtain a little bit. So you're in uh, offensive meetings with him. And what makes – you say he knows offense – Give me something specific, like what he really understands, uh, you know, in, in the offensive game in the, in the NFL. Well, it's all about adjustments. It's all about schemes. It's all about being able to coach and teach it and, you know, the why. Why are you doing this? Um, and and all, of, all of those little things. And, you know, he, he brought – and, you know, the New England style, uh, what, what makes them so good for so long is, you know, they're – they might do something uh, one week, and then you might not see that for three or four more weeks. And, and that's kind of the, the – and that, the offense that they run this year, they might run a totally different offense next, next year. So it's, it's not being set in your ways. It's being flexible, um, and uh, it's being able to coach it up, and it's being able to have a good scheme and being able to look at a defense and being able to attack a defense uh, during, a, during a football game and make adjustments at halftime. And, and, and Devontae Adams now on the team, i got to think – Waller and and uh, and, and uh, oh, I'm sorry, the uh, Renfro. Uh, I got to believe they're going to have a lot more space, a lot more room in that e- intermediate zone to work. No doubt about it. I mean, if Darren Waller can just stay healthy this year, he was banged up last year. If he can stay healthy, I think he has a monster year. Uh, Devontae Adams is a complete stud. You know, uh, if he's not the best wide receiver, he's a you know, in the, in the top three, Hunter Renfro, all he does is move chains. He's as tough as they come, um, and he's just a great football player. So they got weapons around Derek Carr. What does that running game look like? You know, Josh Jacobs and company, uh, what does that look like this year? Offensive line, like we talked about, um, you know, that's the big question mark for them, their offensive line there. Um, but skill position-wise, passing game-wise, uh, man, they're, they're, they're a scary football team. All right, uh, so Brandon uh, likes the Raiders over. I like the Raiders over as well, uh, eight and a half. He's got under at Kansas City in ten and a half. Uh, looking for Andy Reid. Andy Reid is never going under the win total at Kansas City. It's an unbelievable run. He does like the Chargers to go over ten and a half and to win the division at plus two twenty-five. And a lot of question marks and maybe some growing pains early with all of those new faces at Denver. So he likes under the 10. Great stuff, Brandon. Appreciate it, man. Right, Brian. And- yeah.
Thanks for having me. That was absolutely, fun. absolutely. You come on the uh, radio show a lot on Wednesday evenings as well. So we'll be talking a lot in the NFL season. For Brandon Stokely, I'm Jimmy Ott. More of the NFL Divisional Previews, Sports Better's Paradise, part of the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel.